No! Not live! No! Oh, radio, tell me everything you know. Yes! Yes, live! Yes! No. Yes! No! Yes! No! Yes! Maybe. <laughs> Always uh, a Canadian way. Never a definite answer, just maybe. <laughs> At least you guys made it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and it says George is online, mobile is mobile phone. Oh, I know. He, he texted me before the show. Your lazy ass doesn't want to come in. And you know what? My ass was out till. You know what time my ass got home this morning? 3 a.m. And I was drinking heavy last night. My ass is still here in rough shape. It was about what time I fell asleep. It was a little after 3 a.m. So your ass got home at 3. What time did the rest of your body get home? Uh, 4.30. Jesus. <laughs> he showed up, George. <laughs> he showed up. Yeah. <laughs> Not like the last hour, man. I've been, like, kicked back in my chair sleeping. I'm actually kind of glad George texted me to tell me he wasn't coming because that's what woke me up. <laughs> or would have been another awkward G and me, me podcast till you get decided to show up. <laughs> I was beat, man. I was just like, like I got up early with my kids, so I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> I got to work tonight. My wife's got to work tonight, so I got to drive her to work before I go to work. <laughs> yeah, well, well, at least speaking of tonight, we have the Walking Dead finale. Yep. If you would like, if anybody out there listening wants to be chat live with yours truly and G find us up on the Facebook pages and I usually check into um, Walking Dead and that's where we start the thread and you can always chat with us yeah I always see that but since I don't watch the show <laughs> I don't read it and we, may, we might just tag tag Joe it, it a couple times in the comments too just just to have that notification there and they know I click on every notification I get just to clear it. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, I'll trip you. <sighs> I'll give you the Otis treatment. Oh, actually that, that was that was low, even though you have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I don't. No clue. Just, just call me Shane. <laughs> My baby, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my lord! I don't remember hardly anything that actually happened this week in wrestling. This is going to be an interesting episode. Oh, I know it is, man. Well, we do. Well, I know somebody who does. Did you guys see my epic Monday Night Raw? My appearance on J Monday Night Raw. JT Schwarzenegger, who was also on the Tonight Show on Monday. Triple H, Triple H asked me to be in my next movie, and I told him it wasn't good for business. <laughs> And then I told this guy that looked like a goat to cut, get the haircuts and shave, and all he kept saying was yes. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I not only watched Schwarzenegger on Raw on Monday, I watched him on The Tonight Show, and I, I actually watched The Tonight Show before I started doing the Raw review, which I do every Monday. Uh, but Schwarzenegger, <laughs> So I got a double dose of Schwarzenegger before I did the Raw review. Because I had already seen his part on, on Raw. Yes, I had to put, uh, pr pr promote my new crappy movie that's not out in the theaters because I have to do movies now because Maria raped and pillaged me and I have to pay all the money to her in the, the, <laughs> the slut that I had a kid with. <laughs> oh. 
So coming up today on the show, speaking of guests, Andrew J. Reimers is going to be stopping by. He's going to be performing another country wrestling classic. From and 1999. Yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, but he's only he's only stopping by very briefly. He's bringing his, uh, his his violin player with him, and she's not a big wrestling fan, so she didn't want to stick around too long. So Andrew's going to bring her. They're going to perform and. Then they're going to take off. And at, at, in the second half, we're going to have artist Rob Schamberger, who was doing some work with WWE, uh, and he'll be in New Orleans next weekend selling uh, some artwork if you're looking to buy some. Actually, on Thursday night, I was uh, tweeting, live tweeting through NXT, and uh, the thought crossed my mind, you know, I'd like to have a piece of art of the artiste Aiden English. And I tweeted that, and I got retweeted by Aiden English. <laughs> I actually had a pretty good night on Twitter on Thursday. I got my, one of my tweets showed up in the WWE app, and uh, I got retweeted by Tyler Breeze. So, yeah, you're harassing a lot of people online. I nice. am. Yes. <laughs> It's a, and I'm sure, and these are dudes that would probably talk to us if WWE would just be like, yeah, sure, you can talk to our guys. <laughs> <laughs> we had Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd was like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, dude, I'll, I'll do an interview with you. You just got to clear with WWE. And WWE's like, we cannot accommodate an interview at this time. Like, dude, it takes like 20 minutes of the kid's time, you know? <laughs> oh, whatever. Bastards. <laughs> yeah, last, last, last night I did a whole... Um tour of the bar the chain bars in our in um our mall to go completely off topic <laughs> i started we started out at gordon Biersch. we went to toby keith which sucked i hate i will never go there again um and then we went to world of beer and funny bone so yeah <laughs> yeah i sat at home last night I watched watch the Kids' Choice Awards. John Cena and the Bella Twins were on there. I was hoping they'd get slimed. Didn't happen. You can't shoot me. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg got slimed. <laughs> but you knew that was going to happen. He was the host. I'm unslimable. And then he got slimed at the end of the show. Hey, he's Dirk Bigler. He can't be slimed. Yeah. So back to what we were talking about. Sorry. And then I ended up putting on the WWE Network at like 3 o'clock in the morning and watching old ECW. And it's like, you know, it's Saturday. Well, it's it's, it's Saturday night at 2 a.m., so Sunday morning. And I'm sitting here watching ECW while everybody else in the house is asleep. It's just like old times. It might as well be 1994. So that was my night. So yeah, so um yeah, that so that's the show, folks. There you go. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we are down two people today, yeah. and we are just not in the mood. <laughs> We're all tired and just like I, I don't have the network, so I didn't watch any network, um, at all this week. Yeah, I did. Oh, see, th- this was a see. This is why I, I was gonna do an article, but then okay, of course, everything like everything happens when I do two two jobs. It's gets pushed pushed to the wayside. I was going to do a why why I 
probably won't go back to this to the to the current WWE product anytime <laughs> soon. It was because they were Joe knows what I'm talking about. They play the Raw flat or flat classic Raw or whatever it's called, Raw flashback or whatever. Yeah. They've been playing all the ones from like 1993, and okay, it might not be all the best wrestling, but just listening, just sitting there listening to Macho Man, Vince McMahon, and Bobby Heenan on commentary is oh, just, they're 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 great, and you got Vince McMahon practically begging people to cheer for Lex Luger, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and they they had the match this week where um Bam Bam Bigelow faced Bret Hart, and Jerry the King Lawler comes out. And is in the audience, and he's he's insulting doing <laughs> Bret Hart's Hart. parents in the balcony. <laughs> in the balcony, it was just. Oh. It, it was just the. I'm like, this is just so awesome. Oh, it, it's great. I've I've been watching. Uh, they have like the first 31 episodes, give or take a few of them, and uh, I've I've watched like every single one of them so far. Well, I don't catch them every single day, but you know. Well, no, I I don't but, catch them when they're on, but I catch them. After they go up on demand. This morning I was watching uh, SmackDown where Brock Lesnar wrestled Hulk Hogan. Oh, that must that must have been a classic. I you know I didn't even get to the match because my my kid woke up and I was like, kid, you don't gotta watch wrestling with me. She's not a wrestling fan, you know. Plus it was from like you know the tail end of the Attitude Era, so it's kind of like I kind of don't want my kid to watch this. And um. So she goes, uh, She goes. oh, well, can we just turn the TV off? Like, yeah, sure. So I turned the TV off. I didn't end up finishing the uh, rest of the episode. I have a quote here from one of the episodes of Raw. I got to find it. <laughs> I posted, I was watching, and it was just like the interaction between Vince McMahon and Bobby Heenan. <laughs> it's just yeah, great. It's just, just awesome. When, when, when Bobby Heenan goes to, you know, Call calls people humanoids. It's just it's the best. It's like oh, you humanoids are all stupid. You all you did it. Yeah, it's a quote. The quote is uh, Vince McMahon's plug in a show that's coming up on the USA Network. It's the premiere of a film called entitled Praying Mantis. Now let me read you the verbiage on this. She's one female who's deadlier than a black widow. She mates, she kills, and then she prays over and over again. Bobby Heenan goes, I know her. It's the Heidi Fleiss story. <laughs> I was watching the. They had, um, and it's not on demand yet. But I was watching uh, the classic Raw, and they show the one where uh, Hulk Hogan and The Rock made the challenge for WrestleMania 18, and then Hogan like rammed him with the with the the semi. And Hogan's out doing his promo right before The Rock comes out, and the fans are all chanting "What at him?" because that was you know when the "What" thing was like new, <laughs> and they're like, "What you gonna do?" <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> it was great. Then, the, then, the, then, then also the ones from '93. Also, they've got the Ico Pro <laughs> yeah, with Ico Lex Luger doing like three reps. He goes, "Ico Pro, you gotta want it." It's like, yeah, uh, those muscles are totally, totally natural. And then they do the interview segments. I don't know if you caught the interview segment where he's uh, Vince McMahon asks him, "Like, do you do steroids?" Like, yeah, I used to, but I don't anymore now that they're illegal. <laughs> like, yeah, sure you don't. Uh, Lex Lex Luger would never do illegal drugs. <laughs> and then, then there's the the um the men at, men on a mission oh, debut God. and Bobby you know calls them men who live and eat and <laughs> men who eat sleep and live in a mission. <laughs> and then and then after the match the match they go to Mean Gene and he's 
He's bad white guy. Bad white guy dancing. <laughs> I, I I I'll admit I'm a bad boy. I'm I'm a bad I'm I'm a white guy at dancing. But then there's people that are just playing bad bad white guy dancing. It's like, you know, it's like then he does to oh oh yeah camera for early <laughs> summer sim report. Yeah, I ended up watching SummerSlam because the last episode they had for a while was 30, which was the last one before SummerSlam. So I ended up watching the SummerSlam where Lex Luger, like, knocks out Yokozuna, but he knocks him out of the ring and wins by countout. Oh, countout. So he doesn't win the title, right? <laughs> he's in the, they're celebrating like he's the new champion or whatever. Like, yay, you knocked out the big Samoan guy pretending to be Japanese, but you didn't win his belt. <laughs> You get the evolution of the one, two, three kid as you watch that, and <laughs> Razor Ramon's face turn is in there. The latest one has the Quebecers. I didn't see, like I said, I didn't see it Friday. I couldn't get it to work Friday. I couldn't get the network to work on my phone, on my tablet Friday, so I didn't end up watching it. So, yeah, the latest one's got it. Starts off with the Quebecers versus the Steiners in a Quebec Province rules match. <laughs> The, the the last one I watched, I think, was when Jim Cornette showed up. Jim Cornette showed up in Jerry Lawler's, or no, Bobby Heenan's in the ring, and they're hugging and. Okay, yeah. Out. So you're you're like two episodes behind me. Because <laughs> that's uh, he shows up, and then the next week, the Heavenly Bodies debut, and he becomes Yokozuna's uh, handler or, or translator or whatever American representative. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> whatever the fuck he was. Yeah. So, all we got to talk about today? Th- this is what we're going to talk about because I don't remember what the hell happened on wrestling at all this That's week. Okay. I, I, I really don't. I, I, I watched wrestling all week. I will admit, I am probably not watching WrestleMania this year because I think the plan is next Sunday I'm going to go see um, Captain America. Okay. So, I will not be watching. We'll probably not be watching WrestleMania this year, so. I will be here watching WrestleMania because I'll have a house full of people, a couple of which will be on the show next week, including, hopefully, George and Mr. Brian Lee Muller. Also next week on the show, we've got Adrian from Booker T's going to be joining us for the show. Sweet. So we'll talk to him about about his T-shirt line and... uh, try and figure out uh, what we're going to do to give away some of these t-shirts to some of our listeners. All zero of them. <laughs> oh, I thought well, Roddy Rodness was He did say he was going to he, he did say he was going to be here in the chat, but I do not see him. Well, it happens. Or at least he's not chatting. <laughs> we do have one current listener. <laughs> I can confirm that. That doesn't count any of us. Uh, well, I'm not listening, and I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know if you're listening, but I'm not listening. <laughs> so. Yeah, I can't comment on any of the network shit, so I'm just letting you ramble. Yeah, and no, I feel I feel bad coming on here about it, but it's like that's what that's what know. JT's been watching in wrestling, and it's it's, it's 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 been fun to watch. We've been having sight issues all week. 
Uh, I know JT finally mentioned it to me this morning, but I knew about it all week. <laughs> well, it's because I didn't know I didn't know about it till this morning. Like, hmm, this isn't working. Well, it was. Uh, I think it was Monday. G was having problems accessing the site. The site was down. I think it was Monday. It might have been Sunday. Um, I'm like, oh, you know, let me look into it. Let me see if there's anything I can do to fix it. And I, I found a thing that said, okay, this is how you fix it. So I did that. And then all of a sudden, nothing was working. I, I couldn't upload pictures to the to the review. And I, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, shit, now I can't do it. And then, like, the articles weren't getting posted. So I switched it back this morning, and now it's working. So who knows for how long, but it's working. <laughs> See, uh, Batista split his pants on Raw. That's what happened. Uh, oh, right, the nut hugger in- incident. Yes. Yep. 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 Christian won. Jeff, a, Jeff. Christian won a fatal four way to be the number one contender for the Intercontinental Title, and he got injured in the process. Got a concussion. Couldn't wrestle right. on main event. So they had a triple threat the next night with the other three guys, which Dolph Ziggler won, and then lost in the title match. Uh, oh yeah, Sin Cara and Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> and they beat Damian Sandow. <laughs> uh, those Matadores—they uh, wrestled Rybaxel, and the Shield took out Rybaxel. Uh, Cole and Triple H, yeah, boring segment. Cody Rhodes beat Fandango. Then they had the the segment wait, with. <coughs> wait, wait! You you can go online and, and try about it, Joe. No. Why don't you send up a tweet? <laughs> I thought that was funny, man. I laughed. Oh, the, the Triple H bit. <laughs> I, I, I did send him a tweet. I, I I asked him where my slammy was. <laughs> Why I haven't gotten it yet? It's the reality error. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious, man. That was. Normally Triple H is redundant as hell, but he did. He actually didn't really repeat himself too much, at least in that one. I mean, it wasn't. It's not like Triple H blows it, you know me out of the water well, with his promos. Well, the the other thing about it is, I I kind of like was skipping through the first couple hours. Like, okay, what segments next? So I can just write it down because I I watched it at home and I wasn't going to sit there and watch the entire first two hours over again. But uh, yeah, I, it was actually a. Uh, Trending on Twitter, I think. Uh, you know, tweet Triple H your grievances or whatever. Your, you know, whatever. But I, I did tweet him and I said, "Oh, you know, uh, I want. I, I where's my Slammy? <laughs> I want my Slammy." Yeah, going. they only made one. It was for the arena, not every person in the crowd. Yeah, I'm sure you're one one of thousands. Uh, I know that. So you get a sliver of wood from the Slammy. That's. <laughs> That's all. That's all you can get. You gotta. You gotta divvy it out, man. It's like the Simpsons episode where Homer wins the Oscar, and then he he uh, cuts it up into pieces and gives it to everybody that worked on the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's one of many. One of many. I hope. I hope. Uh, it's the Bray Wyatt show on the Monday after Mania. I'm looking more forward to that than I am to actually. The pay per view. Well, I, I think everybody is. I don't. Yeah. 
because you know they're they're gonna take it over regardless of what the WWE wants to happen. They just are not gonna get what they want. And then there's also the possibility of our surprise, which better not just be Rusev because I don't really care about the loincloth. I, I that guy yeah. is like he he might as well be like fucking Mojo Raleigh. Like I don't give a shit about him at all. Right, right, right. Oh no, that's what I keep saying every time I see him. Is you know I. When is this guy going to show up on... When is this guy going to start wrestling? So the faster he starts wrestling, the faster he can fizzle out and go back to NXT with Bo Dallas. Yeah, he doesn't really bring much to the table. I mean, I you know, I I don't know how much of him you saw in NXT, but it was, I know you saw him a bit. I, I saw him a bunch in NXT. I saw him, I think, every appearance he's been on NXT. And it's just, dude, it's just, go away. He's like... In fact, I just found my tweet. Can we just debut at Rusev Bull so he can already so he can fizzle out like at the Bo Dallas did? Hashtag call up Adam Rose. <laughs> yeah. Well, but they'll probably they'd probably fuck him up too, like they'd have with Damian Sandow, Dolph Ziggler, etc. Hey, remember when Biggie Langston was popular? Yeah. Like I don't I don't I that's that's quick push, quick unpush shit and they wonder why their mid-card sucks it's, it's on them yeah no that's the downside that's the, i think that's probably one of the biggest reasons why wrestlemania feels meh it's it's that they 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 don't have to make everyone a champion but if you treat them like crap so often it's just you, you end up you end up making your product kind of boring yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking of which, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Joe Mangianello from the new movie Sabotage were on Raw, and uh, Schwarzenegger comes out and he puts over everybody. He's like, oh, I love Bruno Sammartino, and Andre the Giant was my good friend, and I love Hulk Hogan, I respect him so much, and I'm so proud to be in the ring with him, and blah, 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 blah. And then The Miz comes out and he gets beat up by all three of them. The end. Yay! Titus O'Neil lost the big show. The Shield uh, question the authority. They get a match with the Real Americans later on. Uh, John Cena does the Hulk Hogan Warrior uh, Halloween Havoc promo <laughs> with the sheep mask in the mirror. Uh, Luke Harper. That. Luke Harper beat the crap out of John Cena. Cena was going to go for the AA. Cena ends up in the sheep mask tied up in the ropes. Uh, let's see. I wonder where the Brooklyn Brawler is because they were in Brooklyn. Where's JTG? Yeah. Uh, I'm right here, buddy. I I was here. I was I was here all along. Uh, I'm just I'm trying to nurse Paul JT because he is really suffering right now because he is really hungover from all that Labatt he was drinking last night. They uh, there was a divas match, or at least there was supposed to be. AJ just kind of bailed with the title and. <laughs> And uh, kept the lost, but kept the title. And Vicky Guerrero came out and called her a bitch, and said that at WrestleMania it's gonna be AJ against uh, Naomi, Cameron, Brie Bella, Nikki Bella, Natalia, Eva Marie, Emma, Oksana, Alicia Fox, Summer Rae, Rosa Mendez, Layla, and Tamina. And let's not forget that Kid Rock has a theme song this year as part of WrestleMania. What is it? I don't even know, but the last time Kid Rock had a, an official theme song for WrestleMania, and there was a match with this many divas in it, <laughs> we Sonny got that. was in it. We got that terrible, terrible, terrible Kid Rock medley that lasted forever with no entrance and no introductions of any of these nameless, faceless divas of the WWE. 
That was only to put over Santina. Santina, yes. Uh, before the Rattlesnake, before DX, before the Rock, one man proved it can be good to be the bad guy. Scott Hall, apparently as Razor Ramon, is being inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame. And I, I, I posted this on Twitter. I, I kind of wondered, you know, if it's just Razor Ramon, how can we be sure it's Scott Hall? <laughs> well, I think the bad guy would have to respond to this, right, bad guy? I thought you had a bad guy gimmick. Oh, G, G's supposed to be the bad guy, remember? Hey, yo. A poll, uh, I, I took a poll, and uh, I'm not doing the impression. And the crowd, the crowd suggested that NWO will go in as a unit, and Scott Hall will be named Scott Hall. That's my th- that's my thinking behind the why they're putting Razor in as Razor. <laughs> I was just kind of I was kind of joking around about it on on Twitter uh, the other night during SmackDown, and and saying like, oh, you know, they could put put Rick Bogner in. It's it's Razor Ramon. It's not Scott Hall. And I had some. There was some confusion from some people, and uh, and and David Fuller says, "Well, as long as Glenn Jacobs inducts in him." <laughs> and somebody else, uh, somebody else tweeted, um, like uh, somebody asked, "Who's Bray Wyatt's father?" And uh, one of the uh, tax cheats, one of the guys I follow, goes, "No, who is Natalia's father? IRS is Bray Wyatt's father." And this other guy I follow goes, wait a minute, that that doesn't. Uh, Jim Neidhart's Natalia's father. I'm like, yeah, that's the joke, dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I follow this I love '90s wrestling page on Facebook, and I just happen to click on there, and they have the WrestleMania 17 logo, which was in 2001 as their header. It's like, ah, uh, dude, that wasn't the '90s. So Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins went up against the Real Americans, and uh, well, the Shield took them out. And then uh, the Outlaws and Kane came out, and they announced that they're going to be the uh, opponents of the Shield at WrestleMania. Then there was the segment with Brock Lesnar and the Undertaker and the empty casket that wasn't really empty. And then you watch backstage pass, and Mick Foley's like, "Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. That's happened to me a few times." And Undertaker threw Brock Lesnar over the top rope onto the casket, which is how Shawn Michaels fucked up his back. <laughs> so let's do it to Brock Lesnar now. Hey, the quicker the quicker that we get rid of him, the better. And that was all of Raw. I don't know. I'm 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 almost looking forward to WrestleMania. It's a much better card than last year. My opinion. I don't think there was anything really great about last year, which is on the net- WWE Network tonight at eight o'clock. If you missed it. Yeah. No. If you want to relive a shitty, a shitty, shitty night. Yeah. The best thing about that night was me be- getting getting drunk before it and drunk tweeting. Because <laughs> I was drunk tweeting at like the first half of it because I was coming down because I I drive but. Let me, you know, I, I say all the time, you know, if you go to WrestleMania, it's like the best experience. Oh, yeah. And, and, it, and it, it is, but last year's just didn't feel like a WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure, I'm surrounded by 80,000 people, and, and and it's, it's you know, a big, huge, good weekend, but it's just, you know, 
last year just kind of last year just felt so much like just WWE was pointing and laughing at us. Just just doing a whole point and laughing at us cuz we like you guys are stupid on how how much you're paying for this and we're just going to basically give you pip farting on a snare job. Yeah. I put on the uh, Blu-ray the other night just cuz I didn't feel like grabbing my computer to put on the WWE network and the network sucks on Xbox. Um it's like, you know, I just want to fall asleep. I'm going to put on WrestleMania 29. And I kind of woke up at the start of the John Cena versus The Rock rematch. And I fell back asleep, and I woke up, and I thought it was like an hour later. It must not have been, but I'm like, man, this, how long is this damn match? Yeah. And it was like, you know, I, I was there. I remember this match happening. And and then I'm just kind of looking for the point where The Rock injures himself. Because, you know, he wasn't on Raw the next night. They said, oh, well, The Rock got injured and he's not here. And, you know. But, I, you know, and I'm looking for the part where he injures himself. And I just don't see it. Like, he's not grabbing at his stomach or anything. He's just, like, breathing fine and <laughs> doesn't look to be in any pain. Like, okay, bullshit, he's not hurt. <laughs> I know he's holding his stomach at the end of the mask, but yeah, uh, I like I, By that point, I was just turned off anyway. I was like, yeah. Oh, I know. I mean, I think everybody I was. Thought like leaving. A, I actually legit like the Super Bowl this year. Thought of leaving halfway through, through that match anyway because it was such shit. Oh, I know. And it was just kept going and going, and like at the end, it was like a five minute stare down before they shook hands, and it was like, just end it fucking already. Here's the clip of Schwarzenegger on tonight. On the Tonight Show on Monday. Welcome back. I'm here with the great Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, new movie, Sabotage, out this Friday. This is a great uh, clip. Yeah, Arnold, I was up uh, late last night. I was watching some TV, and I could have sworn that I saw you on uh, QVC. That could be. I mean, the thing is that, that uh, it maybe sounds weird, but when I see a product that I really love, I mean, I really get into it. I mean, really get behind it. I want it to be successful and to sell it in the market. The whole thing. I mean, that's just me. <laughs> Well, last night you seemed really into one product in particular, and it actually we have we have a clip. Check this out. This is Fallon is dressed up as a host, and Schwarzenegger is like the special guest. Welcome back to QVC. I'm your host Zach Stryker, and with me today is renowned foodie and a guy who really knows his way around the kitchen, Arnold Schwarzenegger, right there, Arnold. It's great to be here, Zach. Now, Arnold, what would you say if I told you that we have not one, but two amazing product offers today? I would say, wow, this is really incredible. What are they? The Blamazamo. First, we have this amazing Vitamix stainless steel blender. And over here, we have a killer vegetable chopper. Now, if you do a lot of slicing and dicing, this is the chopper for you. Chopper. <laughs> oh, okay, so the, the, now I've seen both of the products, so tell me about it. You know it, Arnold. Here we go. Now, feasturizing this blender here, this bad boy is the perfect product for making smoothies, milkshakes, even pina coladas, if you're feeling muy caliente. <laughs> you name it, <laughs> that'll blend it. <laughs> Kablamazamo. No, no, we, we all know that this is a blender, so go ahead. Well, let's get to the chopper. <laughs> okay, well, that's coming up, but first... This baby comes fully loaded with tons of high-octane features. 
I'm talking spill-proof lid, easy grip handle, and what's that? Shatterproof container, kablamazamo. <laughs> Look, we know this is a plane, then we know exactly what the plane that does. But let's get to the chopper. That's basically the joke. Get to the chopper. Just over and over again. If you give me enough money to pay my alimony payments, I will hug anything. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> I believe I will believe in anything. If you if you give me enough money, as long as it shuts Maria up. Yeah. But that's uh, that's that's why my raw review was titled "Get to the Chapa." Because <laughs> I was watching that right before I did it. Uh. So it's WrestleMania week on uh, Board Wrestling Fan. We haven't really discussed it uh, internally. WrestleMania week starts tomorrow. And I'm, uh, don't worry, don't worry. I know all, all you guys are waiting for something, uh, and I probably won't be doing anything this year for it because <laughs> I'm just too goddamn busy. And I've got this week. I've got I had a death in the family, and I had Oops. I've got to go to a funeral. I've got and I still got to do work both my jobs. And yeah, there's just too much going on, and I will not be doing anything this week. For Ouch! So many. I'm sorry. I didn't even know you had a death in the family, man. I'm sorry to hear that. No, it's okay. It's okay. It, yeah, it was, it was Friday. It was Friday that it that that it happened. So it wasn't. I've got to everything. We got to do. I got to do everything this week. So. So yeah. <laughs> so it looks like I'll be doing all the <laughs> WrestleMania week stuff. I I want to continue my series from last year. Last year I did WrestleManias one through six. So this year I guess I'm doing seven through twelve. Um, they've all got to be better than WrestleMania five, right? I mean. <laughs> that was terrible. Wait, which ones? Wait, wait, which ones are you doing again? I'm sorry. Seven through twelve, and I know nine is widely considered the worst yeah. WrestleMania. Nine's pretty awful. Because the funny thing is that's that's right at that first year. <laughs> I, I I know, and that I, I'm I'm almost looking forward to it because it was like just before that first year of Raw. <laughs> I remember I, I remember not seeing that one live, and when I've got I got the VHS. WrestleMania Legacy, the box set. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, I haven't seen that one. It was the first one I put in the VC in, in my VCR, and I'm like, oh, I know why I haven't seen that one. And then you see two doinks beat up Crush with a with an arm. <laughs> you, see, you see an impromptu title match where you know instead of having Hogan face Bret Hart, you just have a 30 second title reign by Yokozuna, so so dude brother can be champion. Uh huh. And I, I I think uh, I think Bret Hart said he didn't even know that was gonna happen, <laughs> like, and he he wasn't very happy about it. So yeah, togas. Yeah. Well, well, the only thing that was great, the great I will give that say it was great about that was Bobby Heating coming out backwards on a camel. I think that was about the only <laughs> thing that was actually great about that. Or was the or was it Jerry Lawler? No, it, it was it was Heenan. Finkus Maximus. <laughs> uh, the 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 one thing that WrestleMania Nine gave us was it was Jim Ross's WWE debut. Yes, and, and of course Bobby Heenan on the on the camel. <laughs> then he got the Undertaker versus Giant Gonzalez. Did you get to the, the the face turn for Giant Gonzalez yet? Yeah, no. no, that was at SummerSlam, actually. So it was at SummerSlam. Wait, there was a face turn. I, he, I did, I, he turned see, that's a... he turned face at SummerSlam '93. But I thought he wrestled the Undertaker at SummerSlam '93. He did, and then he turned face afterwards because he because he lost. 
<laughs> he was like beat up Harvey Whippleman. <laughs> He, well, well, he wasn't in that long. He was in the WWF that long anyway, right? No, like, I, not I, really. He well, he was only in that one WrestleMania, and he he showed up at that Royal Rumble. He was at that WrestleMania in the SummerSlam. I don't think I I saw him anywhere else besides that. I I think uh, I think yeah I think he was gone like shortly after that. I, I don't think he made Survivor Series, but I'm not sure. Yes, folks, we're talking 1993 WWF, <laughs> apparently today. <laughs> Mr. Hughes stealing the urn. And then, like, it's funny because you'll watch the Raws where Mr. Hughes is walking around with the urn, and then right after that they'll show ECW after Mr. Hughes left WWF and went to <laughs> ECW. It's like, hey, I just saw him on Monday Night Raw a few minutes ago. And it's it's not like uh, the Rick Rude thing where it's like, hey, I just saw him on Raw last Monday. Oh, look, he's on Raw again this Monday. And Nitro. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for is some WCW Nitro. They still haven't put any up. I'm waiting for it. Yeah. I don't. I, I think it's going to be a while before. Well, maybe. Well, yeah, you still have how many episodes of Raw you're going to go through? have to go through before they get to even think about doing Nitro? Oh, I know. Oh. You know, uh, I, I caught, uh, I don't know if you caught WWE Countdown this week. They did the, the biggest blunders, the 10 biggest blunders. And number one is is something very dear to my heart. It's the McMahon's Million Dollar Mania. And, and, and that's very dear to me because the very first article on Board Wrestling Fan was the review of the very first McMahon Million Dollar Mania segment. <laughs> Which, that was number one because they were so... Because Vince was terrible at calling people. Oh, okay. It, what, what, what was that again? What was that co- contest again? You had to enter on the on the website or something like that, and if he called you, you had to give him the, pass, the password... Oh, okay. and you win, uh, you win, you know, whatever amount of money he happens to be giving out at the time. Oh, okay, now I remember. Now I'm starting to remember because I remember, I remember doing that. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, uh, it was, um, it was showing like how he was misdialing numbers, and he he got how he got Rick rolled. Except they they overdubbed the music because you remember his, he called somebody, and the ringback tone was uh, never going to give you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, now I now I now I remember that. <laughs> we're all waiting. We're all I remember we're all sitting there waiting for our, for our phones to ring. We all know knew knowing it wasn't going to ring. Yeah. You guys talk amongst yourselves for one second. I got to go let Andrew J Rymers in <laughs> cuz George isn't here to do it for me. <laughs> Fucking George. Yeah, George. I supposed God. to talk about how much we hate George. Oh, well, I don't hate George, but it's just Really? George, no. you started that whole webpage campaign, though. <laughs> no. Shh. I did that under a different name. Yeah. Well, I th- oh, oh, man. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say anything. Okay, I get it now. Damn. Fucking. Oh, gee. Stupid. <laughs> stupid. Ah. <laughs> so I guess you kind of are gonna be watching WrestleMania, at least the Shield part of it. That was another uh, terrible joke. <laughs> Believe in the shield. Yes, 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 yes. Because I'm hearing 
that there's going to be probably a a a shield t-shirt tv show tie-in to the shield movie that i'll be watching oh okay yeah i'm watching agents of shield too you know it's funny the last agents of shield episode i watched was um they were looking for they were on the hunt they were in the plane looking for um fury and it was on demand so the on demand goes to a commercial it has like a one or two commercials. And the first commercial it goes to after during the break is the Capital One commercial with Samuel L. Jackson. And I go, there he is. There's there's Nick Fury right there. Yeah, I think I'm I'm probably an episode behind you then because I I got the DVR going on. I marathoned a bunch this week, and uh, the last one I saw was when they kind of revealed uh, the whole emergence of Deathlock, which I'm kind of happy about. Like it's taken a while for that the show to develop, but they, you know, they've been planting little seeds throughout the whole season, and they're kind of getting to a point now where it's kind of all coming together and you're starting to see. Okay, I see what they're doing here. You know, it was necessary for them to build up these characters a little bit before they get into like some crazy stuff, right? So it's good. It's good. I, I, I know it's one of those shows you have to give it a chance just to kind of get to where they're go- they're going and I think it's only going to improve for at least a couple of seasons I would hope but yeah I'll be interested to see how they decide to tie in tie it all in I actually finally saw Thor this weekend and I was still wasn't that thrilled with it I don't know I'm not yeah. much of an Asgardian fan yeah. I mean Me I guard either. my ass but you know it's just <laughs> I get it uh, I'm like I was not, I'm not a big fan. Like I, the last episode I watched was the sec the second um Thor tie-in episode. It was just, uh, dude, the episode was good, but like the movie, I I'm not like I was never a big fan of the Thor The Thor is the comic book hero, or in the movie, the other movie. I've seen both the movies, so they're like, uh, meh. And the only reason I saw the se- second one was because my friend's kid wanted me to go with him to see it, so I went and saw it. So. But yeah, I don't I don't mind him in the context of the Avengers. I have no problem with him there. Um, yeah, I, you know I, I I collected the Avengers growing up, so I'm a fan of him. Within it's the same the same thing in a lot of ways was ca- with Captain America. Although I did enjoy the first film. Yeah, uh, I like the setting, the the way that it, it kind of makes it stand out from all of the other or um, Marvel franchise films because it is set in World War Two. I mean, it it just has its own I guess uh, there's just different nuance and I, I, I actually just was watching that for, again it's on TV before we got online here so I was kind of watching that up until the point where uh, Red Skull finally revealed his red face and then we started the show I was like oh oh well <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they tie it all in it's kind of a shame the way Marvel's uh, movie rights are all divvied out. You know, there's um, like they don't have the rights just to make the Spider-Mans and and the X-Men. They're off elsewhere. It's like I don't know, but the one the film I'm looking forward to the most is actually is the the X-Men uh, Futures Past film. Um, I don't know if you ever read the the series at all um, when you're growing up, but it's. Highly regarded, very good, very good plot. I think the film might be a little overwhelming for some people with all of the characters and time changes and stuff. But if they stay true to the original storyline, it, it it'll be solid, man. 
Yeah. It'll fuck with your heads, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I feel uh, like uh, I feel like this this microphone sucks. <laughs> I feel like I uh, come back into the Omni Comics podcast instead of the Board Wrestling Fan podcast. I'm just trying to get this mic working. Well, we're just trying to we're we're trying to kill get, time. Yeah. Well, well, we we tied it in. See, G mentioned that I will I will be seeing the Shield part of WrestleMania next Sunday. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Ah, uh, I I I get it. <laughs> you know, so that's how we yeah. got into it. So that, and, you know, we, we, so you gave us time to talk. So that's what we talked about. S- sorry, <laughs> it's all right. No, I, I, I we, I've got Andrew here. Hello. There will be no swarmer for you. Andrew's here. He's got his crew out here. They're they're preparing yeah, we, to come on the show. We came in rolling pretty deep. Yeah, he's, we have he's our new, got a our new unnamed band. It's an unnamed band. It now. is. We we started a new band. Here. I got I got a couple uh, of sets of headphones here. Panfill and Jay Clark, and we're. I I actually came up with the name, and I it was I I didn't realize it had already been used in a WWE context. I wanted to call ourselves the Fabulous Three Birds. I didn't realize Three MB came out. Once, yeah, I'm calling yeah. themselves that. So it's either a really good idea or a really bad idea. But I was proud of it. I think when you guys play, I'm going to put this microphone towards. Katie, because that microphone there is not that good. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks again for for having us. Like I said, I want to come back and uh, oh, absolutely talk some wrestling again with you soon. Unfortunately, today I got to kind of get in and out. But I don't know if you uh, saw. I, I I did post a song I wanted you to do. I, yeah, I d- I saw that. I didn't. But have it was time it was so yet. late. But, but yeah. I, I want to. You know, today we're doing a, a classic from 1999, World Championship Wrestling. Uh, but I want to do some of the newer stuff too, and. Uh, I still got a few other ideas, so I'll, I definitely will be coming back. Oh, absolutely! Back well, you're welcome yeah. back anytime you want. I appreciate and, that. And for for those who don't know, the last time after the last time he was on, Joe put it out on Facebook to see what song we want to see covered, and Joe, and Andrew, and I were all basically pr- planning out his tribute re- cover record. To and it was just a great playlist for that whole day. Like oh, I, yeah. I don't know if I've had a better day of music since. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, with that said, I'll pass the mic over and. There's another mic over there for you to kind of play into if you'd like. And uh, yeah, so we are uh, we are going to be doing a song that uh, was just a little background for those who may be listening to a board wrestling fan podcast that aren't familiar with wrestling for some reason. But uh, the song that we chose to do today was uh, a song from uh, late uh, yeah 1999 World Championship Wrestling. Uh, the storyline was uh, Master P's No Limit Soldiers. Uh, if I remember correctly, and uh, you know they were out there preaching their their rap game, and, and there was a couple wrestlers who who didn't take kindly kindly to the to the words and uh, the opinions of those in the No Limit Soldiers. So they started their own group uh, and their own hit song that we uh, we're going to be covering today. It was the West Texas Rednecks, starring Kurt Hennig, with a little song that they like to call "Rap is Crap." Yes. <laughs> There we go. Ready? (laughs) And I like country music, and I like country girls, and I like Willie Nelson. Don't forget about Merle. There's only one thing that I hate. It's a bunch of crap. I hate rap. Katie. 
racing, Richard Petty's still the king. And they call me a redneck, but you know it's a beautiful thing. But there's only one thing that I hate, it's a bunch of crap. I hate rap. Tell them again, Katie. Girls, and I like Willie Nelson. Don't forget about Merle. There's only one thing that I hate it's a bunch of crap. I hate rap. Rap is crap. One more time. Rap is crap. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, that was great. <laughs> Thank you. I, I knew you were going to do an awesome job. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, that was a do fun it. one to learn. Yeah. Man, they really got away writing some easy songs back then. But <laughs> my favorite was when you look up the uh, when you look up the actual storyline and they made a music video for it and they yeah. tried to make it like it was this chart-topping chart single by Kurt Hennig <laughs> and the West Texas Rednecks. And they, they performed it live. I think it was on a Monday Nitro. And they were, didn't even try to pretend like they knew how to play guitar. Like, they were just grabbing the neck all the way around like they were jerking it off and, like, kind of strumming their hands. But, man, they definitely were really singing, and none of those guys could sing. So, I, uh, yeah, that, that's definitely a classic one. We'll get some, we'll, we'll get some more in here soon. We were just talking about the Quebecers. you got to come in here and do the Ooh. Quebecers theme. <laughs> I, a couple that we went through, I, I really want to learn the Mountie theme. Well, like it's the, the same theme. Yeah, exactly. Now... <laughs> uh, Oh yeah, I was gonna say if you can if you got the Mr. Perfect DVD, that that video is on the Mr. Perfect. Oh man, DVD. I actually do have that around here somewhere. <laughs> it's just great. A couple guys in a tour bus playing cards and like all this. It's just the worst and best thing in the in the world. And man, I, I just don't know why that company folded. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll definitely get some more in here, and I appreciate you letting us come in here and do this, man. I appreciate I really you do. coming we'll, by. <laughs> I want to come back and talk uh, talk wrestling pretty soon. Thanks, Katie Panfield and Jay Clark for joining Thank me. You guys. My girlfriend Dana. Yeah. We actually announced the gender. We have, we have a baby coming in August, and we announced the gender of our baby with the uh, Stephen Regal "He's a Man" theme song. <laughs> so that that was one I wanted to do too because it's just like he's a man. <laughs> Such a man. <laughs> That's about that whole song. <laughs> All right, excellent. That song's great for any any use. <laughs> Such a man. <laughs> we used it on the Noah's Ark show on once. Yeah. <laughs> George, was, George was saying something, and I'm like, oh, I got a song for you. He's a man. <laughs> well, I know where the Trojan Condoms got their theme song That's from. That's what They're Noah Trojan said. man. It's the same thing. Licensing, come on. That's exactly what Noah said. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, you guys wrestling ready for WrestleMania next week? These guys are like, oh, we're not even going to watch it. And I'm just wow. like, oh, I'm watching it because I got a bunch of people over. I remember when I was a Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I, I'm going, I have the option of either seeing something I actually enjoy or watch WrestleMania, and I'm choosing to go see Captain America next week. All right. 
Fair enough. Then it'll be on the it'll be on the network or the app anyway. Well, yeah, and he's got the network, so he can yeah, just watch it too. when he gets home if me he wants too. to. Yeah. But I want to come back after, man, and kind of break it down if that's possible. I don't know. Yeah, if you guys sure. Have um, next week, but yeah, uh, yeah, we can get you. We'll, we'll figure out a time to get you in. Sounds. I'll good. let you know. Excellent. I'll let you know when our next free day is. You might. Uh, we'll, we'll even have you on with another guest if Perfect. that works because I know we got. I know we're we're pretty booked up. So. As long as it's not that Brian Deville character. Oh no! Yeah, no. <laughs> Screw that guy. Yeah, I'm gonna rearrange the furniture <laughs> on his face. He was so proud of himself for knocking out a woman at the last show, right? Sort <laughs> 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 of a mixed tag team match. Yeah, he's this, having this, this Saturday night. He's having his first like professional wrestling match, and it's against a woman. This, uh, unfortunately, this Saturday night, we have a show ah. that we're not going to be able to make it, so I'm a little disappointed about that. But yeah, I'm sure like they'll, I'm uh, sure I'll, they'll be I'll putting it up on the internet. I'll fill you in. I'll, I'll, I'll try and take a video for you. Yeah, I, they I did am. get some great snapshots of him, uh, some good evidence of him hitting women at the last show. It's up on <laughs> Facebook. I'll show you. <laughs> I was, it happened right in front of me. We were in the second row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but this, uh, that's Brian uh, Deville. He's a, he's a bad guy. Brian Deville makes his professional wrestling debut this Saturday night at Empire State Wrestling at the St. Johnsburg Fire Hall. In yeah. North yes, Tonawanda. Yes, sir. I'll and, be there in spirit. Uh, you'll be there in spirit. I I will physically be there. George won't be there either. George. Really? George no. has a show that night too. Well, so. we'll tell him I said hello. I miss him. I will. And his hair. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you guys for being here. I'll I'll uh, see you guys out, and these yeah. guys can go back to talking uh, about <laughs> comic book movies <laughs> and uh, whatnot for for a few. Believe in the shield. Yes. Capital One. All right. I'm going to go see these guys out. You guys uh, talk amongst yourselves. I'll be right back. (laughs) So I guess we have to rip on George again, and then that'll segue into (laughs) something. (laughs) You know what really grinds my gears? People who give me me shit about never never hanging out but never make the effort to call me. (laughs) It's just on my Facebook wall right now. It's like, oh. Or whatever it, uh, whatever it is, my timeline, whatever the fucking thing it's called this week. Yeah, you should just unfriend them. <laughs> no, that's, that's that. That same shit happens to me, man. Yeah, well, again, unfriend. Band hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to tell you, man. I, uh. Fucking Stanford. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my bracket got so busted. <laughs> I, I got two teams left in the final. Like, I guess I can, can't complain because there's, there's guys that are, uh, completely dead in the pool that I'm in, but. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I just, last night, I watched two, two amazing, uh, Basketball games, really close in the NCAA. I don't know if you have managed to catch either. Of yeah, them. yeah, I caught. I caught because well, um, they had it on when I was at the Toby Keith Bar. They had the Wisconsin. I was at the Wisconsin. Was Wisconsin and Arizona, right? Yeah, there was. That was one of them. Yeah, I watched that. I watched. I watched the the Arizona guy completely job out at the end and didn't even forgot that there was two seconds left on the clock and just bounced yeah. the ball. <laughs> yeah, that that the end of that game was insane. It was it was quite. I didn't even know how to to, to to define it. It was it was professional wrestling type of screw job ending. <laughs> he he does he does the the whole dive thing and and then 
they still managed to get the ball after like the long controversial wait, and then of course they miss uh, the the shot. So, but I mean, it was kind of karma coming, you know, to collect because he had done that. Like Johnson did that little divey bullshit, and it's like pretending they get hit in the face, and it was so obvious. It was like no contact. So, okay, yeah. I'm back. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, I'm just I'm just saying I'm back. You guys continue. He's back. <laughs> I am. How great was that, by the way? <laughs> well, this time we're, we're comparing uh, one of the basketball games in the NCAA to wrestling. So, ah. so we'll keep we're keeping it connected, you know. Yeah, that's that's all that matters. Keep it connected. Yeah, this guy, this guy, like totally like took this dive and like embellished uh, a foul that didn't actually really happen, and then he ended up basically minutes later costing his team the game anyway. So it was kind of like this karma type of deal coming, you know, full circle. But it was, it was the way it played out was, it was basically sports entertainment, even though it busted my bracket, and my <laughs> balls, uh, my balls, just like the kids' choice awards, right? Yeah, Sandler? yeah. It's just okay. Adam Sandler's up here telling kids to say to re- to repeat after him, and then like the last thing is, let there be balls. Balls! <laughs> like, dude, really? This is the Kids' Choice Awards. You can't say that. In a world where Miley Cyrus. Oh yeah, no, they they did like a wrecking ball parody at the start of the show. Oh really? Eh? <laughs> yeah, it's like what what the hell? Like, like are do kids know what this is? <laughs> like, whose parents are letting them watch this stuff? Well, it's not. That whose parents are letting them. If you, you, we we live. The, the kids today are like. Even if you tell them no, they'll just go and do it anyway. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, I had so many people here. I had to use my earbuds, and then nobody used the set of headphones that George usually uses. <laughs> I had my earbuds in, and they're so much louder than the other headphones here. But uh, that was great. I I wasn't expecting him to bring an entire band. I thought it was just gonna be him and Katie, and it was him and and Katie and uh, their their uh, uh, I don't even know what you call the instrument the guy was playing, <laughs> and the and his uh, Andrew's girlfriend was standing right behind. His pregnant girlfriend was standing right behind me. There's an extra chair here too. She could have sat down, <laughs> but yeah, well, they were only here a few minutes anyway. Uh but yeah, that was really cool. I actually, uh, I had posted on Facebook earlier in the week, I want to hear him do uh, the Bray Wyatt theme in his style. I think that would be just awesome. The fans are clapping along to it now. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, we, we were doing that in Buffalo for Battleground. <laughs> but nobody watched Battleground, so we can't take credit for it. <laughs> no, I, I watched that trash. Uh, I feel bad for you. Ah, uh, you actually paid to see it. I feel worse for you. I did pay to see it, but hey, it was uh, it was all right. We had good seats. <laughs> we got to watch the entire like panic of the power outage, which was great. Yeah. Uh, and now that our first guests are gone, we've got a second guest lined up today. It's Rob Schamberger, who is a great artist. Let's see. Add people to this call. Paste in the phone number. Add to call. Let's see if we can get him here. Hopefully, this won't be another Gregory Iron thing where we get the voicemail. 
Rob. Hey, Rob, this is Joe and G and JT at the Board Wrestling Fan Podcast. How are you doing? Doing great. How are you guys? Oh, we're great. Uh, we just had a great musical guest on right before we got you. Um, oh, cool. So, uh... You know, you're a, you're a great artist. We've seen some of your work. People can check you out at robshamburger.com. And uh, we understand you're doing some work with the WWE next week for WrestleMania. Yeah, I'll be doing live art at Access, uh, right inside the front door, right outside of the Superstore. Uh, I'm going to be doing a giant, like, 8-foot by 5-foot painting celebrating 30 years of WrestleMania. Uh, also going to have over a hundred paintings on display uh, um, that people are going to be able to purchase as well if they would like. That's cool. Uh, how, how much do these usually go for for the people that are going? We're, we're not going this year, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> uh, it, it varies, uh, you know, ba- based on the piece. You know, like how big it is, uh, the you know, the way that I painted it and everything. So it can. Uh, the paintings will start at a hundred, uh, but you know each of them are one of a kind. They're also going to be matted, uh, so they're frame ready, and you can, you know, if you want, like if say Fandango is signing in the superstore, uh, you can pick up one of those paintings to get him to sign that mat too, to you know make it even more special. Uh, but they're also going to have uh, posters there. I know at least of Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior. Uh, paintings that I did, and I think those are retailing for maybe fifteen dollars each. Okay, that's cool. So, what what got you started into painting pro wrestlers? Uh, well, I had been working as a professional artist for about fifteen years, uh, with you know, like with varying success. Like I was never able to do it full time. I always had to have a day job, and. Uh, came up on being 30 years old and and just knew like I need to be doing something different like I need to do whatever change I need to to do to be able to do this full time and uh, had worked primarily in comic books and you know decided you know to, to move away from that for a while and had been doing gallery work as well and uh, had been a you know regular wrestling fan for going back to 1998 and uh, just decided to put two and two together and do uh, quote fine art pieces uh, with the subject matter of wrestling alright uh, who's your favorite subject you've done so far um, that's tough uh, especially with uh, uh, having become friendly with so many of the guys but I would say that the best piece I've done uh, would be my Champions Collection portrait of Edge. I think uh, that's the best piece I've done today. Okay. I had a question, and it just slipped my mind, and I hate when that happens in the middle of these interviews. <laughs> why am I so awesome? I don't yeah, know. Why, why are you know. so awesome? <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how did you come about working with uh, WWE? Uh, we uh, started talking about halfway through last year, uh, Jim Ross uh, put us together. Uh, I'd become friendly with both him and Jerry Briscoe through the National Wrestling Hall of Fame Museum up in Waterloo, Iowa. Uh, we would see each other each year there and, and stayed in touch in between. And uh, I had reached out to Jim to see if he could put me in touch with, with WWE uh, in regards to a charity show I was doing. 
and he did, and they were awesome with that. Uh, but but also got the ball rolling with other ways that we could work together. And uh, starting towards the end of last year, like around Black Friday, uh, we uh, started doing uh, selling original paintings through WWE Auction, uh, and that's something that we still do. Like every week, we launch uh, about three new paintings there. Uh, the the paintings uh, they're like I was talking about before. They're matted and they're signed by the subjects. So, like, right now, uh, there's individual paintings of each of the Wyatt family members uh, available. We know you did some work uh, with a good friend of ours, David Fuller, with the IHWE Hall of Fame. He was on here a couple of weeks ago gushing over your work. <laughs> oh, David's a class act. Uh, he was he was really great to work with, and, and I was hugely honored uh, to be asked to do that for the Hall of Fame. Um, uh, you know, it's celebrating the history of pro wrestling is kind of the whole thing that I'm doing uh, with the paintings I'm doing, uh, especially like the, the main thing I do, the Champions Collection, where I'm painting a portrait of every world champion going all the way back to George Hackenschmidt for all the major American promotions. Um, so the, the history of wrestling and keeping that alive is something that's very important to me. So uh, when David reached out, uh, it was I didn't even hesitate. I was like, yes, I want to do this with you. And your work is now a permanent part of the National Wrestling Hall of Fame, I understand. Yeah, which is, uh, again, a huge honor. Um, it's a great organization there. Uh, Kyle Klingman the, that runs the museum is a real class act and a real good friend to wrestling as a whole. And uh, to, to be part of the museum and... Uh, and in a way that is expanding as well, like we're going to have you know quite a bit more uh, by the time of the July ceremony. Uh, it's just it's incredible. Now, is that the the Hall of Fame that's here in New York? Uh, it's in Waterloo, Iowa. Waterloo, uh, Iowa. Separate organization. You, you said that earlier. Um, <laughs> it's the pro wrestling wing of the National Wrestling Hall of Fame, which is more towards the collegiate uh, Olympic stuff. Uh, the museum's actually named after Dan Gable. Okay. Um, so it's more of a national organization, but uh, the, the one there in New York is, is a great facility as well. I understand you're doing some work with Mick Foley uh, to benefit Rain. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, that just wrapped up. Uh, it was uh, part of a, a raffle fundraiser he was doing for Rain. Um, the uh, the amount of money he raised, I guess, it, you know, exceeded their goal, uh, so that'll help out thousands of people. Uh, but it was uh, for like a WrestleMania dream package. Uh, so whoever would win anywhere in the world would get a trip to New Orleans for WrestleMania week, and we're given all access to all the shows, like not just WrestleMania in the Hall of Fame, but WrestleCon and Ring of Honor and uh, Jim Ross's show. And uh, um, I told Nick was doing that, and, and giving back is something that's really important to me. Uh, so I reached out to him to to see if you know I could contribute a painting as well, and uh, he was he was uh, very open and welcoming to that, and you know went on to <laughs> promote myself quite a bit, and like I think he even changed his Twitter profile uh, to, to one of my paintings, which is awesome. <laughs> um, you know, really honored by that. And, and you know, what Nick does with so much of his charity work was really inspirational to me, especially 
last year I really ramped up the amount I do and uh, uh, through my art and through the amazing people that you know put their hard-earned money towards what I do I was able to raise uh, over ten thousand dollars for various charities last year and that's something I'm only wanting to you know, do more of uh, now and, and going forward that's that's great that's great to hear um my mind's gone blank. <laughs> I, <can't. laughs> I didn't get much sleep. <laughs> Anybody else have a question for Rob? I got one, actually. I was, I was looking through uh, some of your, your portfolio that you have up online, and one that really stood out to me, I think, because it's part of two elements of, of the being an 80s kid, uh, is you have Captain Lou as uh, Super Mario. I thought that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. and I, I, I was wondering if you had any thoughts about maybe doing like you know or something along the lines like Roddy Piper as the in They Live or Kevin Nash as Super Shredder, any any sort of crossover work uh, like that. Have you, has that ever crossed your mind as something you might want to continue as a theme? Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, and I do like parody stuff as well too. Like I did a, a picture of Audrey Hepburn from Breakfast at Tiffany's, but like all dressed up like. Macho Madness, and you know, called it Madness at Tiffany's. Um, <laughs> uh, things like that are a lot of fun. Uh, and then, yeah, like of the wrestlers crossing over into other things is awesome. You know, like could have uh, uh, Andre from the Conan movie in there too. Um, and uh, you know, of course, uh, Hulk Hogan is Rip, uh, <laughs> um, or uh, maybe from uh, the, the Three Ninjas movie he was in. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, all right. Yeah, <laughs> no, those things are fun, uh, and then yeah, as time allows, that'd be something to to have fun with, definitely. And then hopefully too, you know, with uh, um, you know something I'm looking forward to down the line, maybe possibly, uh, you know, like with WWE films, you know, like maybe doing like some fun, you know, side movie posters for them too. That'd be neat. That'd be cool. See no evil one. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. You know, we bought that last year to watch on May 19th and just never watched it. It's still sitting there. <laughs> I, I think, the, um, what was Cena's second movie? The one with, that was like essentially Speed. Like 12 the, Rounds. 12 yeah. Rounds. I think that's the only one I've actually seen. I don't know if I should say that publicly, but um, <laughs> I, I don't have a lot of time for movies because I'm drawing all the time. But uh, um, 12 Rounds was, was a good one. So. <laughs> it, it was fun. Well, uh, I like the the villain. He was great in the wire. I don't I don't mock. I I when I said you know see no evil, I wasn't doing that mockingly. I I I I like see no evil. So I'm. It's I will, not a bad movie, quite honestly. Yeah. It's just you know, it's it's like you know. It gets written. It gets written off as a bad movie because it's what it was the first WWE films release. But it's you know overall it's I think it's an overall it's a really it's a good movie. It's not it's not Academy Award winning, but it's you know. It, you you don't waste your you don't feel like you wasted your wasted your time watching it. No, I've I've heard good things about it. Um, yeah, it's just amount of hours in the day for me. <laughs> I know yeah. I know how that is. That's why I don't watch a lot of movies either. <laughs> Especially with the network now, you know, yeah. it's, it's hard to, to find time for other things when you have all that awesome wrestling to watch. The funny thing about See No Evil is they did the storyline with the May 19th. and it's like, What do you know about May 19th? And then when I met my wife, I said, what's your birthday? She said, my birthday's May 19th. I'm like, May 19th! <laughs> <laughs> Fun. 
Um, so what's what's the general response you get uh, when some of these guys see your uh, your your depictions of them? It's been universally positive and amazing. Uh, the uh, especially early on when I started out, like I I thought I would be kind of this peripheral thing for for a while, you know, and uh, um, having guys like. Adam Pierce and Colt Cabana uh, um, being very uh, friendly about my stuff right from the beginning helped out a ton. Like uh, especially with the whole Champions Collection thing, uh, Adam Pierce uh, uh, gave me some very positive words online right from the beginning, and he was in the midst of his third NWA World Title run, uh, so that gave a lot of legitimacy to what I was doing. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, just like everyone really digs this stuff, um, which is, yeah, it's, it's great. Um, like, uh, uh, David Arquette bought his <laughs> and, uh, uh, has it hanging up in his living room. Um, you know, like when I was saying, uh, that I'm going to paint every world champion, a lot of people were like, oh, so you're going to do David Arquette? I'm like, yeah, man. Um, so I just on the lark tweeted out to him, you know, asking what shot he would like when I do his and, He's like, here's what I would like, and I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that means you got to do Vince Russo too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> so you've never run into anybody just kind of like, uh, you know, I don't really like that. Do something else or any anything like that. Nothing at all. Just um, no. Uh, I, I think the amount of work I put in before I even start painting it. Um, like, I, I'm not just trying to capture their likeness. You know, I don't want it to just look like them. I want it to feel like them. I mean, there's a lot of flourishes, a lot of artsy-fartsy stuff that I put in there uh, to, to get that feeling of wrestling, not just the appearance of the guy. Um, and I think that's really uh, connecting both with the wrestlers themselves and the fans as well. I'm looking at a lot of these as we're talking about. I'm looking at the David Arquette one right now. These are amazing, man. <laughs> like, oh, I, thanks. <laughs> I, I could never do it. And, and a lot of these are, uh, what, what's your favorite medium to work in? Um, I, I use a lot of different media. Uh, I will use whatever I think feels right for that piece. Uh, like the Champions Collection ones, I don't have any watercolor in those. Uh, no watercolor ink they're all like on canvas and canvas doesn't work well with watercolor and that's why I don't do it uh, but uh, those are like acrylic spray paint, paint marker oil, house paint uh, you know I'll just kind of use whatever to, to get the effect that I want uh, and then I also do a lot of stuff with watercolor and ink just because those go faster and I set this thing for myself early on that um, has uh, both worked out but also kind of been a stressor where I put a new painting up every day and uh, um, watercolor and ink because they go faster I can actually do a few in a day like uh, some days if I'm really you know firing I can I can get like six paintings done in a day uh, and that gives me a little more breathing room for those bigger pieces that if they need to go a couple days or a week, you know, I've got the breathing room for that. Um, but yeah, it, it varies. 
So what, what can we expect if, uh, if, if we're going to access, if we walk in the front door, what, what can we expect to be in this 30 years of WrestleMania painting you're, you're going to be doing there? Or do you it's, not want to uh, give that it's away? Been a, it's been a cool process uh, talking with several people at WWE, you know, getting their input on, on all the moments that they definitely want included in there. And um, So we've got some cool stuff in there, like, of course, the, the stare down between Hogan and Andre, you know, that's, that's the big one. That's, you know, the, not just like the biggest WrestleMania moment, it's arguably the biggest wrestling moment because of that rivalry drawing that momentous crowd, you know? Um, uh, so, you know, like we've got that one, you know, very prevalent in there, but then there's also, you know, the cool stuff like, uh, uh rock and Austin, you know, the, that they had that match at three different WrestleManias uh, says something. You know, that that was a very important one to have in there as well. And uh, um, a lot of other fun stuff, too. You know, like uh, uh, Hogan and Rock, and um, I think I've even got Hogan and Vince hidden in there, uh, Steamboat Savage, um, the uh, end of an era moment with Undertaker, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels. Uh, yeah, there's there's a ton of stuff in there. I've got over uh, 30 moments represented in there, uh, and uh, I think it'll be fun for people to like spot each one and uh, kind of relive that moment when they see it. It sounds like it's going to be a huge undertaking. It's probably going to take you the whole three days. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and I'm going to have to be you know working at a pretty good pace to to keep up with it. But uh, I also uh, modified. Uh, my approach with it so that it'll still ideally look very good but also I'll be able to get it done within that time frame I'm looking through some of your uh, stuff in your store right now and there's JT there's a Captain America one man 100 bucks America <laughs> Captain America a, they were just talking yeah, about I, Captain America I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an Iron Man guy though <laughs> I know I'm going to see I'm no, I, I'm, I like Iron Man better Iron Man's my Marvel guy <laughs> the, one I, the one I'm looking uh, at right those, now uh, those superhero ones in there from the old 1940s serials. Um, uh, you know, like I said, I used to work in comic books, so I've got a lot of love for that stuff. And I wanted to do something different than what everyone else is doing because I'm a guy that always goes against the grain. Uh, so, uh, you know, if everyone's doing like the current Marvel movies, I'm going to do Captain America from the 1940s. You know, just to be that guy that has to be different all the time. No, that's cool. He's got Goldberg as Santa from Santa's Sleigh. <laughs> these these there are great. Go. There's another movie one. <laughs> yeah, these are great. Man. <laughs> I'm just kind of glancing through as we go along. <laughs> these are these are awesome. Thanks. Just kind of seeing like what's interesting out of you know. I mean, they're all interesting, <laughs> but what's like really cool? Like I like that Kurt Angle one you got for sale there. I don't have any money right buy some of these. <laughs> oh, you got you got the I see this I'm looking at the Sith the, the Sith dust one. Which one, I'm sorry? The oh, Sith, Sith dust, yeah. Sith dust. <laughs> uh, I uh I have fun with that. Um sometimes I like to to get a a rise out of my followers on Twitter or Instagram and uh you know like when I put up that that painting originally um people were like that looks like Darth Maul, and I was like, who's that? <laughs> 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 and they'll say, you know, from Star Wars. I'm like, 
You mean the guy with the pointy ears that does the Wu Ting thing all the time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome! <laughs> I like, and I like those pointy ear guys better in, in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and some people like you know they'll they'll get what I'm doing right at the beginning, but others I'll get I'll get them going for a while, and that's pretty fun. They don't realize you're just trolling. You're just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how could you say that? Uh, or like people will you know ask me like, have you painted the Undertaker yet? And I'll say, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, like the the real fun ones will be like, I thought you were supposed to be this wrestling expert. How do you not know who the Undertaker is? <laughs> like, I'm more of a fan of me, Mark Callis myself. <laughs> hey, I found a picture. I, I found a picture of Philip Phil Brooks. Yeah, there's a, there's a, a couple cool. in there. I saw the Steam Punk one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a steampunk. Oh, yeah, that was fun. I'm, I'm looking at the prints. I, I might be able to afford one of the prints. <laughs> uh, a more affordable option. I, I need uh, I, I need more wrestling artwork on my walls here. There's a lot of like do. music artwork and stuff. There's you know Fight Club painting and all that, but I need, I need more wrestling stuff in the studio. I agree. <laughs> Always need more wrestling stuff. <laughs> I like the Ric Flair, the, the, the big gold belt. With Ric Flair, the gold standard, Ooh, you call it. That that yeah. was the most complicated thing I've done. That one that one took a week to do. I bet it's uh, the it's, original it's, painting was four feet by two feet. Uh, yeah, that one took some work. I bet it's it's insanely detailed. It's you put a lot of uh, you, I mean you put a lot of detail in all of these. This is it's amazing yeah. work, really. Thank you. The Voltron one, the Optimus Prime one. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we're just you know we're, we're out of questions, so we're just being fanboys. I got Bill. I got Bill. I got. I got to get away from this, or I'm gonna, not going to have mortgage money. <laughs> oh, people! Well, you check. know, art's a good investment. You know, to to pay for a kid's college education in a few years. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. It could though. It, it could. could. It could. <laughs> <laughs> now they're 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 gonna let you actually watch WrestleMania. You don't have to paint through the whole thing, do you? No, no, uh, I'm just painting it access. Uh, although, uh, watch closely at WrestleMania, you'll see the debut of a certain piece of artwork there. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So there's there's uh, your reason to stay home and watch WrestleMania. It's just to, <laughs> just to see the debut of this uh, this Rob Schamberger art piece. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you know, for for everything else, you know, like Daniel Bryan. Who? No, I want to see Rob Schamberger's art. That's that's why I'm tuning in. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm super excited for uh, um, the potential of that main event. Uh, I think uh, uh, they're poised to have something really magical and special happen there with with Brian. So, have you met Vince McMahon in any of this? Have you met him yet? I have not met Vince. Uh, I've been told that in a meeting my name was brought up. <laughs> but uh, you know how awesome is that? Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I haven't spoken with him yet. Uh, I've heard a little bit from Stephanie. Uh, Triple H has been um, uh, super supportive. Uh, I mostly, you know, <laughs> work with the guys working at Stanford. Uh, but uh, a month or two back, I uh, got to hang out backstage at a house show, and that's where we got all the stuff signed for auction. And I uh, got to talk with you know quite a few of the superstars there, uh, which it was cool. Like my 
for lack of a better term, handler, wasn't super familiar with my work yet. Because, you know, he's on the road. He's working with the guys. Right. He didn't have a lot of time to hang out on the Internet. And uh, But the, the wrestlers were almost all aware of, of me and my work, and, you know, several of them have pieces already in their homes. And, and uh, um, the guy was like, wow, they, they all know you, right? And I'm like, yeah, man, of course. They have great taste in art. <laughs> That's it's cool. It's how hard was it to get in there? Well, you said you said Jim Ross was a fan of your work and got you in, but how hard was it to get in the door at WWE to get them to start working with you? Because I know we they won't even talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's because what I'm doing is so different. Um, it, it stands out more, you know. Like, I, you know, I've got a lot of friends that are independent wrestlers. And, and I feel bad, you know, like that I have my own page on WWE.com and, <laughs> and they're having a hard time getting noticed. But, um, it's because I'm not a wrestler. It's, it's because I'm celebrating wrestling and doing it in a way that, that no one really has before. Uh, stands out. And yeah, like the WWE people, like they saw like how serious I am about what I'm doing. Plus all the, the charity work that, that I do as well. Right. Um, it, it made things a lot easier um, to, to get in there. And, uh, yeah, that so many of, you know, like, of the, the wrestlers there are, you know, fans of what I'm doing as well or, you know, retweet out my stuff or, you know, just tweet it out on their own. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it wasn't that tough. Wasn't that tough for you, <laughs> right? Yeah. For us, we've uh, but, got the. You know, for us, we've got the wrestlers. The wrestler, not, yeah. not just another wrestler, or you know, uh, um, you know, one of the websites. Go ahead, say it. Another podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because we've got the wrestlers, and the, and and some of the wrestlers are like, "Oh yeah, well, sure, we'll do an interview. You just got to clear it with WWE and WWE. We cannot accommodate an interview at this time. <laughs> Come on." <laughs> We <laughs> worked so hard. Uh, right now at WWE Auction, you've got a Luke Harper, an Eric Rowan, and a Bray Wyatt signed painting. Uh, one one for each of them, and uh, yep. you're getting pretty. You're getting bids on them. Right now, the Bray Wyatt ones at two hundred and ten bucks with with twenty four days left. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if that was a typo on there or not. Um, I need to follow up on that. By the way, uh, the other, one, but, the other uh, ones end on the second. That uh, one ends on the twenty. Normally, only last week. Uh, like last week, we had uh, all three members of the Shield on there, and uh, uh, that was the best week so far. Um, I think the uh, the Roman Reigns one went for over five hundred dollars. Wow, uh, which was awesome. Uh, but that was also like a pretty iconic painting I did. It was of him doing the Superman punch, and uh, uh, people were really identified with that. But also, you know, like especially the the lady wrestler fans are giant fans of the Shield, right? Uh, you know, very passionate about those guys. So I was expecting those to do well. I just didn't anticipate how well those did. I think if my other co-host was here in the studio with me, George, he he he's not feeling well this week. I think if he was here, he'd have his credit card out right now, looking at this Bray Wyatt one. <laughs> I, I think he would get well soon, George. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's cool, man. It's uh, you could get you could get uh, signed stuff at WWE auction. It's WWEauction.com. I know it comes up auction.wwe.com when you put it in, but 
You can, yeah, you can get I, the, I just always say the auction www.com. Yeah. I think that there is also like www.auctions.com, maybe so, something we'll like that. Well, auction.www.com. We'll say you can get you can get your uh, your signed Rob Schamberger paintings right now of the Wyatt family, and uh, we'll, we'll have to figure out uh, you'll have to figure out what's going on with that Bray Wyatt one because right now it says it ends <laughs> on the twenty third. The other ones end on the second. This one ends on the twenty third. So somebody just kind of their finger slipped or something, I guess. I <laughs> well, they're they're pretty busy there this week. <laughs> I I bet they are. I'm sure they are. We're we're busy here this week, and we're not even yeah. <laughs> we're not even in the door with them. <laughs> and, um. And then uh, we're going to, uh, yeah, have some posters going up on shop pretty soon. And then also on shop right now, uh, JR's Barbecue, uh, his, his uh, sauces, um, there's combo packs that uh, I think you get like like two of the main event mustard or the Chipotle kit, uh, ketchup or whatever. Uh, you'll also get a postcard-sized print of a painting I did of him that Jim has signed himself. Looking at those right uh, now, nine ninety seven. You get the the two sauces and the postcard. They've got one. It's a that's a hell of a deal, man. This one's fifty dollars ninety nine cents, and there's a ton of sauces in here. <laughs> it's uh yeah, and man, that stuff is good. I'm not just saying because he's a friend of mine because you know we have the the thing there, but. My wife and I love that stuff, like the ketchup and the mustard, like the barbecue sauce. Of course, it's great. I'm a vegetarian, uh, so I don't get to enjoy it properly. Right. But the, the 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 main event mustard is the best mustard I've ever had. Period. You know, great it's stuff. it's uh, we were gonna buy some last year. We went to WrestleMania. We were gonna we were gonna buy some at the superstore. But at the superstore, one bottle of the barbecue sauce was like ten bucks. And oh, right yeah. now, you could for ten bucks, you get two bottles of barbecue sauce and the signed print uh, uh, on the postcard, which is great. This there's thirty five ninety six or thirty five sixty nine rather. Right now, you can get six JR's barbecue sauce, six JR's hot barbecue sauce, and the autographed five by seven thank you card with the original artwork of Mister Rob Schamberger, which is a nineteen ninety nine value. See you guys. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, keep up the good work, man. And people can find you, of course, at robshamburger.com. You're on Twitter, at robshamburger. We, uh, and I, on I, uh, I, I Facebook you. and Instagram and Tumblr. Uh, got a weekly YouTube show uh, where I show people how I did uh, a painting each week. Um, and, of course, Schamberger is S-C-H-A-M-B-E-R-G-E-R. I have the best last name for podcast and radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just put it up in the uh, you know in the article with the podcast, and people can find you that way. Which is great, great. You know, um, anybody else have anything they want to add? I, I just want a question about the champions collection. Um, is there yeah. any particular individual you're you're putting off doing just because you're that excited about doing that particular wrestler? Yeah, there's two, uh, Undertaker and Ric Flair. Uh, Undertaker will be the last one I do, um, which is <laughs> my my wife asked me about it at least once a month because he's he's her absolute favorite, mine too. Uh, but he's so important and has such a, a an amazing history and an amazing visual history uh, that that I'm putting that one off till last. Uh, but also uh, with the Champions Collection thing itself, like 
if I did all the big names up at the beginning and then I end up with champions from the early 1900s that no one remembers anymore, people will kind of lose interest in the project. So I, I kind of pepper, uh, you know, names throughout, you know, mixed in with lesser known guys, which also helps out those guys that, that may have, you know, uh, been forgotten in the, the sands of time. Uh, you know, like I did a recent one of Al Perez. Most people don't remember him or, you know, that he was originally supposed to be the Black Scorpion. Uh, you know, like little factoids like that. Or like there was a, I forget which one it was. It was a guy from like the 30s that his wife was stolen away by like a major Hollywood star at the time. And I'm like, man, can you imagine like if that happened today? Like, uh, you know, like if one of the Bellas got stolen away by, you know, uh, Jared Leto or something, like <laughs> the, the media storm that would happen over that. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, you know, trying to, to, make sure that these guys stay remembered and, and for their accomplishments. Have you decided which look of The Undertaker you're going to do when you get to that point? I don't know, and I don't know that I would do just one. Uh, I might, you know, have kind of an evolution uh, of his appearance through there. You know, like, same thing with Sting, you know, like, he's had a few different, you know, face paint incarnations. Right. You know, between Surfer Sting and Crow Sting and and whatever he was doing in TNA, <laughs> uh, you know, the Joker thing. Um, you know, like, I, I might, you know, play around with that uh, in the piece. But that's also, you know, the fun challenge of each of them. I don't plan out too much ahead of time. It's more like I'll pencil it out on the on the surface, and then I'll stare at it for, for sometimes an hour or two, and then, you know, just kind of let the piece tell me what it's going to look like, and then all I have to do is make it look like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. So, so again, people can catch you at the fan access if they have tickets. They can go right up, watch and, you paint. And actually, they don't even need tickets for the area I'm going to be in. Oh, so you could be. Uh, out. Gonna I'm be right inside the front door, right outside the superstore there. So you don't like even need tickets for uh, like the the sessions that they're having. Uh, this part is right there for for anyone to enjoy. Well, there you go. Stop by, say hi to Rob Schambergers. Tell him Board Wrestling Fan sent you. Or don't tell him Board Wrestling Fan sent you. He'll be like, who's Board <laughs> Wrestling Fan? Oh, those guys. I did that show last week. They they, they kept losing track of their questions. <laughs> those guys are idiots. <laughs> One of them wanted me to do a painting of the See No Evil movie. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like, oh, those guys, yeah. <laughs> ah. Well, it's great talking to you, and, uh, and and can't wait to see this painting. Uh, it's going to be unveiled on WrestleMania, which is great. Looking forward yeah, to that. Looking forward to it. Uh, hope, here's hoping I don't screw it up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> is, is is this the first time you're doing like a public painting? Because you're going to be having people like all around you watching you and like in awe of what you're doing. I've done a couple live art things. Uh, there was a. Uh, comic book convention here in Kansas City a couple of weeks ago, and, and I did one there. Uh, did a nice big portrait of Ultimate Warrior. Um, but uh, a fun story about that was they had like a, an actual stage set up with a DJ playing, and uh, the DJ was like, it was like totally like my own playlist. He was, you know, like putting out out there, which was awesome. And a bunch of uh, uh, old school rap stuff. And uh, DMC from Run DMC, Daryl McDaniels, uh, actually just had a comic book come out. 
uh, that, that he co-created. And he was there at the show to promote it. Just before I got on stage, he went up to the DJ and he's like, hey, do you have Suckin' MCs? And the guy's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, great, hand me a mic. And DMC performed uh, a couple songs up there, and I'm like, ah, dang it. If I'd only been ready like 10 minutes earlier, I would have been on stage with DMC. <laughs> uh, but uh, this way I can at least say that DMC opened for me. <laughs> <laughs> Which also meant the crowd left as soon as he was gone. <laughs> I know how that goes. But uh, uh, that was fun, too, you know, because, like, hearing, you know, from people, uh, you know, like, as I was working, or I would turn around and, like, just see a bunch of people with cameras taking pictures, and uh, that that was fun. So, basically, it's not going to distract you to have that many people around you doing this painting. Well, uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, I may or may not have an overnight session of painting there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob Schamberger, thank you for your time. Don't forget you can find him at Rob Schamberger on Twitter. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I got to check out the YouTube show. That I got that I got to look at because I, I don't know anything about painting, so <laughs> maybe it'll help me. You'll learn a lot. I, I hope Be so. Be sure you watch the Ultimate Warrior one. I think that's my best episode. All right, awesome. Rob, thank you for your time. We look forward to seeing your work at WrestleMania. And uh, anybody in New Orleans that weekend, be sure to stop by Fan Access and check out uh, the live painting session. That's going to be awesome. Uh, Anything you want to add before you go? Uh, This was a pleasure. Thanks for having me on the show. And anyone that can make it out, uh, yeah, be sure to uh, tell me you you heard that on this show, and and I'll give you a high five. (laughs) There you go. You get a high five for listening to this show. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Rob, thank you very much for your time. We'll we'll see you. We'll talk to you soon. Great. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Great great guy, Rob Schamberger. I'm looking at the art, and it's just, as as we're going along, I'm looking at these art and, and some of the paintings he's done, and good stuff, man. Real good stuff. I'm going to have to buy some of these prints when I have a couple extra bucks. Get some yeah. wrestling artwork up around the studio. I'm de- I'm debating right now. <laughs> JT's got the credit card in his hand. He's like, do well, I type the, it? The money's in? in the bank. I've got the money in the bank. It's you know, I, I we were I was joking about it last night with the wife. You know, we we're like, yeah, we we you know, this is why I work two jobs now, so I can have actually have some money, and it's you know, you know, so I don't know. <laughs> That's basically what I was joking. About. This is why I'm working a second t- a second job, so. I might as well. I'll probably by the end of the show have bought something. <laughs> <laughs> That's why my wife's working a second job too, so we'd have extra money, and it's just not happening. <laughs> well, I'm supposed to be doing it to pay, you know, my credit cards and you know get yeah. money to fix my house. Yeah. Uh, board hockey fan stuff is we're we're getting to the semifinals of the uh, of our playoffs, and it looks like it's going to be me against that damn double C. And G's looking like he's going to make it as well, taking on Indianapolis Jones. Not that anybody cares, but, you know, it's cool for us. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Way of the road. I'll have to apologize to uh, that damn double C. I think your break song got cut this week. Yeah, well, we we did have Rhymers planned to do the break song. I I thought he was coming in to do a couple, and and in fact, uh, the reason that he actually got booked for this week was uh, we were supposed to have uh, Trevor Murdoch, but then we kind of lost contact with him. And um, 
Reimers was going to come in and he was going to do uh, Friends in Low Places because that was uh, Trevor Murdoch's gimmick towards the end of his WWE run was he was singing Garth Brooks songs. So Reimers was actually going to come in and do Friends in Low Places and I, I think the plan was always for him to do uh, Rap is Crap. Um, but, uh, you know, he he came in with his band who are not really big wrestling fans and so he wanted to get in and get out because they have a lot going on and uh, it was cool for him to drop by just to play a song and then take off <laughs> but we'll get him back on very soon to talk wrestling with us uh, speaking of wrestling and speaking of semifinals Brock Lesnar won the 2002 King of the Ring but who did he beat in the semis and in the final to obtain the crown I know he beat Rob Van Dam in the final I know that much I don't know who he beat in the semifinals Maybe Edge. I want to say a hard, I want to say I want to say one one of the Hardys. Yeah, you might be right. I don't know. G, you have a guess? Uh I I don't recall. I'll, I guess I'll guess Kurt Angle for the hell of it, just because they fought a lot. All right. Might as well. There were good chic tweets this week, so let's let's get through the chic tweets. Yeah. Um. The Scott Hall make it to Hall of Fame. Respect to him. He my good friend. Hashtag raw. Indian Ocean, I'm going to break your fucking neck next time I see you. The damn double C, forget to edit the news or song picks and get back broken and fucked ass forever. Hashtag, right out of shrimp for the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Burger King. Do you think the McDonald's big time jabroni? I beat the fuck out of Snowman in the movie The Frozen Yogurt. The, Mexican, the Mexicans always go to Philadelphia. Mark Sanchez... You are worse than the, the Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. <laughs> One fish, two fish, red fish. Go fuck yourself, fish. Tuesday. Read my fucking advice. I am better than the Dr. Phil or go fuck yourself. R.I.P. Ralph, Wils, the Welf, Ralph, Ralph Wilson. You are the intelligent Jew, but still your team dog shit. But st- still, I love you forever. You know, real quick, they... they... I, I've never been to Ralph Wilson Stadium, and I, I know it's around here somewhere, and I never realized how close I lived to it until Ralph Wilson died, and they turned on one stadium light to honor him. <laughs> and I could see it when I drove my wife to work the other night. I'm like, oh, that's where the Ralph is. <laughs> I, I didn't know what the light was until the next day, and I'm driving, the light was still on, it was kind of foggy, and I could see the light, and I could see like the other lights off around it. I'm like, oh... So now I know where Ralph Wilson Stadium is, but uh, continue. Share better player than the Vince Carter. Wednesday, Joe Cena put the George and Camel clutch, make him humble while Andrew J. Reimers play chic theme. There wasn't anything for Wednesday, so I had to make up something. That's what popped into my head. Excuse me. Thursday, Pope Francis have the good cush. I do the yes, yes, yes before the Daniel Bryan, but still I let him have it. Today, National Cleavage Day, but for Miley Cyrus, National Pancake Tits Day. You guys still there? Yes, sir. Okay, I just want to make sure. When it goes all quiet, I freak. Um, today, National Cleavage Day, but for the Paula Dean National Cheeseburger Tits Day. Friday, I come to Toronto. I only eat at the Belly Busters. If you don't eat there, you can go fuck yourself forever. If I want, I could beat the living, do- dog, living dog shit out of the Nacho Libre. 
Saturday, Harry, Harry Potter, I break your fucking neck, put you in camel clutch, make you cry like 50 dead dog, you punk no good son of a bitch, go fuck yourself. Justin and Miley both have pancake tits. Frank Kaminsky have the sex with whoever he want in the Wisconsin tonight. And this morning, hashtag someday I will beat the fuck out of Justin Bieber. And finally, George, good night, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Shout out to CheapHeats.com. Uh, CheapHeat.com. Uh, thank you, Cassidy, for getting us Rob Schamberger this week. And uh, and also for Gregory Iron last week. Uh, and AngryMarks.com. Shout out to Alice and RWR. Check out Booker T's at Booker T's, T-E-E-S, on Twitter. Uh, they're doing a solid some of their ideas. And we're going to have Adrian from Booker T's on the show next week talking WrestleMania with us. Uh, let's see. There was a Daniel Bryan chant during the San Diego State versus North Dakota State game last weekend. Proposed artwork for the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony created by WWE leaked out Monday, and Scott Hall was included on it, although he's listed as Razor Ramon. Uh, he's likely to be inducted by the entire clique. Mark requested we play something, apparently. Let's see. Let's see what it is. If it plays, eventually it'll start. Let's see. Opinion on CM Punk has been going south in the locker room with the feeling in WWE that he has now cashed out and left everybody else high and dry. Oh, here we go. I got It's Hulk Hogan apparently pulling a mark live on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> and my good friend, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Let's give him a big, warm welcome, brothers. Joe Magnioli and my good friend Arnold Schwarzenegger. Let's give him a big warm welcome, brothers. And, and it freezes right there. But basically, the idea was they were going to uh, cut Schwarza off of the name Schwarzenegger. Be yeah, it gets better when it slows down uh, after that. Yeah. It becomes pretty obvious what he's saying. It's running slow. So, anyway. Uh, opinion on well I just said that as more time goes by Triple H is said to be taking it personally that CM Punk didn't want to work with him at Wrestlemania and uh, because that's supposed to be a big deal speaking of CM Punk his Elite Series 29 action figure will be his last for both WWE and Mattel unless Phil and WWE men fences uh, there has been reportedly no communication between CM Punk and WWE of late and that Punk has even cut off his closest friends in WWE so there are no lines of communication through any third parties indirectly either way. Which I, I wonder how that affects his deal with AJ Lee. I don't know. Whatever. Kofi Kingston recently spoke about uh, spoke with IndieWeek.com to promote Friday's WWE live event in Raleigh. He talked about WWE's lack of black champions. People always say, oh, there haven't been many black champions, but on the other hand, there's a whole lot of white people that never won the belt either. These days, I think it's less of a racial thing. I honestly think it's if you are able to entertain and interact with the crowd, it doesn't matter what, the, what ethnicity you may be. WWE will reward you. Uh, Mick Foley, we talked about the charity raffle uh, with, with Rob Schamberger, uh, and he announced that his charity raffle raised over $10,000 for Rain. The answer to wrestling trivia is as follows. Brock Lesnar defeated Test in the semifinals and Rob Van Dam in the final of King of the Ring Tournament 2002 to become the King of the Ring. 
Found Money, Dish Network has reversed course and decided they will carry WrestleMania 30 for their subscribers who want to order the pay-per-view, but will only carry future pay-per-view events on a case-by-case basis. As it turns out, the numbers for Elimination Chamber 2014 weren't down significantly, meaning Dish customers who still wanted to order the pay-per-view probably just went to a friend's house who had a different cable or satellite provider to buy it, so Dish wound up shooting themselves in the foot. Uh, WWE has updated the WrestleMania pre-show advertising and now lists both hours airing on the WWE Network. No idea if the first or second hour will air on YouTube or whatever. Uh, The feeling in WWE right now is that with so much of the main roster actually booked for the pay-per-view card, the two-hour pre-show will consist mostly of NXT talent. The original Sin Cara was pissed that WWE uh, tweeted out pictures of the new Sin Cara standing next to Scooby-Doo. Uh, Mystico was still in WWE when he was put into and portrayed in the Scooby-Doo movie. It's been repeatedly stated that WWE kept the Sin uh, Sin Cara character alive with a new man under the mask for marketing reasons such as the Scooby-Doo movie coming out. Scooby-Doo was not reached for comment but posted on his Twitter, Where's where's Poochie? Hashtag Velma. That was Scrappy, not Scooby. Scrappy. Ah, okay. Oops. Ruined the joke. You did a you did a story about Sin Cara and you did a Sin Cara. I, I did. Damn it, Sin Cara! I, I have my Sin Cara mask on right now. I'm botching. Uh, Louis Alvaride, uh, the former Sin Cara, has announced he'll work an upcoming Mexican show under his original name, Mystico. Uh, WWE has cut the original Sin Cara loose. Uh, he has uh, WWE has come to terms on the release of Louis in Ignacio Irvi. Sin Cara, effective March 26, 2014. We wish Luis the best of luck in his future endeavors. Scott Hall says, Thanks to WWE and all the fans at Raw in Brooklyn for the love. Dreams come true. Hard work pays off. Bad times don't last. Bad guys do. If WWE inducts the NWO as a unit, it probably won't be until 2016. The tentative plan right now is to do The Rock next year. Lita asked Trish Stratus to induct her into the Hall of Fame. Trish accepted. Uh, Ted DiBiase Sr. had this to say on The Ultimate Warrior. He says, I, I mean, I don't hate the guy. It goes back to anybody that watched the DVD, The Self-Destruction of the Ultimate Warrior, that really tells the story. Obviously, if Vince has decided he needs to be in the Hall of Fame, I'm not going to begrudge that, and obviously, I'm going to be there. I, quite frankly, don't know how many of my peers believes he really deserves it because it's not just about being a star. It's about a number of things. It comes back down to the gratitude thing. By the way, I was watching Countdown on the WWE Network. I uh, didn't. I know you didn't. But I was watching it, and one of the things that was uh, on the list was um, the voodoo curse on the Ultimate Warrior from Papa Shango. <laughs> and Daniel Bryan is on this thing, and he's just burying Warrior. He's like, I guess voodoo only works on stupid people. <laughs> you know, and just and it's funny because you know this was recorded before any of this shit happened, where, where Warrior came back and did the video game and did the commercial for the game, and he's being in the Hall of Fame. And it's also funny because they show all these old legends of wrestling uh, roundtables from WWE Classics on Demand. And anytime Mr. T comes up when Roddy Piper is on, Roddy Piper and Mean Gene just spend the whole time burying Mr. T. And now he's going to the Hall of Fame. So it's kind of like, it's funny to me to watch some of these things and just see how they bury these guys that are now in the Hall of Fame. Jonathan Coachman says, Hey, all you WWE fans have a really cool announcement in the next month or so about something happening this summer. Stand by! The following day, the coach entrance video appeared on WWE's YouTube account. 
There is absolutely no reason for me to play it on the show. I wouldn't. Uh, the coach, Jonathan Coachman, either has signed or will sign a part-time WWE contract will, that will continue to allow him to work for ESPN but also do studio shows for WWE, such as a possible talk show for WWE Network. Roddick Strong, Kevin Steen, Aria Davari, uh, Sean Davari's brother, David Starr, Michael Elgin, Rocky Romero, Ronnie Reeves, uh, Willie Mack, and Zane Dawson all reportedly took part in the most recent WWE tryout camp at the Performance Center with Strong impressing WWE officials the most. A new promotion called the Classic Wrestling Federation, CWF, is trying to get off the ground in Las Vegas and has already started sending out scouting letters to uh, prospective talent. The purpose of CWF project is to return to American culture. The classic sport of wrestling is made popular by the likes of Bruno Sammartino, George Steele, Triple H, Andre the Giant, Baron Von Raschke. One of these things is not like the other. (laughs) That's true. I was thinking the same thing. CWF intends to set base pay for our wrestler athletes and on-air talent higher than our current alternatives uh, to offer health insurance benefits or stipends, stipends, our 401k retirement plan and other benefits, and to create a profit-sharing plan where all athletes share in the success of the company. In addition, CWF intends to make a percentage of television revenue available to retiring wrestlers in the form of a company-operated pension plan. That actually sounds like a good alternative for people that are looking for somewhere to go oh yeah that's why it's in the notes actually that's if i if they succeed there's that's some serious competition for uh any worker to consider oh absolutely i mean hell even if they were getting tna ratings at a million and they had those benefits like it's yeah I don't know if it's feasible or not. We'll see what happens with this this group. Uh, I'd never heard anything about them at all, but of course, you know, I'm not really too aware of the the Las Vegas scene. You guys heard of these guys at all before this? No, I was actually thinking that this may be the Jeff Jarrett thing. Maybe he's sending uh, out. Maybe maybe this leaked because he was sending out the the letters, and one of the guys that got one of the letters. Send it out to the dirt sheets or whatever. This this might be the Jeff Jarrett thing, but you know that's just a guess. That's a that's a you know that's something that just popped in my head. That's not you know don't take that as news. <laughs> you know. Yeah. No. I I hear you. I I had I had similar thoughts about it too when I was looking at kind of how well thought out it is. It just seems a little you know we're speculating obviously, but it. Yeah, it really it actually does kind of have a plausible uh, setup that would lure people away from uh, a couple other promotions, potentially. I have to look into that further. In fact, we'll, we'll, we'll know by next Monday what Jeff Jarrett's project is because he's making the announcement the day after WrestleMania. That's right. So we won't know next week. We'll know the following week. Uh, because we're going to find out Monday. So it could be. This is It's pretty close to the time frame that he's looking to launch or, or at least reveal what he's doing. So, And it sounds like something he would do. But I guess we'll wait and find out. <clears throat> Booker T on the night he dropped the N-word on Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, laughs. You know, live TV, we weren't taught as well as we were in WWE, especially back then. We had the reins to just talk and do whatever we wanted to. I tell you, it's a promo that'll live in infamy, but there's nothing you can do to run away from it, you know? Perhaps my most embarrassing and regretful moment in my wrestling career, but I bounced back from it. From a new AMC press release, 
Smashing Pumpkins lead singer Billy Corgan pulls back the curtains on a on the pro wrestling world as he takes over creative direction for the independent company Resistance Pro. This is a documentary-style show about the behind-the-scenes of the promotion, not wrestling itself. Right now, the earliest date projected for Rob Van Dam to return is April 7th, the day after WrestleMania. WWE may try to run live NXT events next year during WrestleMania week in San Jose to counter indie promotions running events the same week, which WWE has always resented and tried to block during Mania. Uh, Dragon Gate USA and Evolve have been able to secure venues for 2015, but not many other prom- uh, but many other promotions haven't due to WWE trying to get venues locally not to book anybody. One indie promoter couldn't find anything closer than an hour away, <clears throat> which is about where I stayed from WrestleMania last year was about an hour away, so, you know. That works. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Cassidy Riley, Mika Taylor, and Chase Stevens appeared on the season finale of Duck Dynasty this week. Meanwhile, Gangrel. (laughs) Meanwhile, Gangrel was on the most recent episode of Cougar Town. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I watched the commercial and looked like it was a wrestling themed episode. Oh boy, let's get Vampire Warrior. Everybody loves Vampire Warrior. Uh, and finally, Wes Briscoe thinks Aces and Eights could have gone longer. Do you guys... Gee, <laughs> you, you watched TNA through this whole debacle. Do you think Aces and Eights could have gone longer? No. No, it should have ran shorter. <laughs> well, Wes Briscoe thinks Aces and Eights could have gone longer. It could have gone longer. There could have been a more story to it, but with new management, what can you do? I've been training. Hopefully, there are opportunities in Japan. I'm training my butt off. Mostly every legend goes to Japan. It's another culture and another style of wrestling. I've said this before about Wes Briscoe. If Wes Briscoe was any good, he'd be in WWE. <laughs> there is no way. This kid, jeez. If he was any good, he'd be in WWE. That's that. That's all there is to it. I, I don't think we needed to say anything else about him. His last name's Briscoe, and and, he, and he's not the ROH Briscoes. <laughs> yeah, I kind of found that one funny. There's a reason I put it at the end. Yeah, I, know. I always I always try to find something that's just either absurd or, or funny or positive, and, or ideally a combination of all three. And then I, then I end up looking for something to see if there's anything else, and there's usually other stuff. But most of the stuff I see now is, like, uh, interviews and stuff like that. Uh, like, like backstage update on possible WWE retirement match for Sting. They said that he might come in and do one match, which would be against The Undertaker next year. So, but, you know, we hear that every year. Oh, we've also been hearing that for weeks on end. And he's openly come out and said that that's the match he would want to have. So, yeah, and I, I, I'm going to go back to what I've said a, a too many times on this show. It's like all they have to do is really simple. It's either, you know, the night after Mania or at Mania itself, just a quick little shot to their afters with Undertaker walking up. They won't even have to show a sting. Just plant the seed. And if you want to go back and use that as a highlight later, you got it set up. If not, yeah, just get people talking about your product. It's a win-win. It's very simple. Easy way to do it. You don't even have to pay the guy to appear. <laughs> no, exactly. It's <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it, there was uh, one of the wrestling meme pages, you know, I, I was I, I saw they had a picture. It was Brock Lesnar pointing at the end of uh 
at the end of Raw, he was pointing up uh, where the WrestleMania 30 sign, you know, in the general direction of it. <clears throat> but they had the arrow pointing to where he was actually pointing was up in the rafters. <laughs> like, Brock, what are you pointing to? <laughs> and then they have a picture of Sting, and it's like, no, that's, yeah. No. <laughs> that's just Brock Lesnar not pointing where he's supposed to be pointing. Well, on that note, anybody else have anything they want to add? Nope. No. Well, then, in that case, thank you guys for actually showing up to the show. <laughs> yep. Showing More up. More proof positive that you can go out till four in the morning and still get be here for the show, George. Yeah, thank, thank you guys for showing up to work. <laughs> Thanks to Andrew J. Rymers and his band for coming in and, and doing the... Uh, <laughs> doing the, the great rendition of Rap is Crap which we'll have available on our Facebook page as soon as I cut it out of here and put it up so probably later on tonight Yay. thanks to the great artist Rob Schamberger you can catch him of course at WWE Access RobSchamberger.com for uh, more uh, more looks at his work uh, WWE Auctions to buy some of his work from WWE and we'll see you guys next week for Wrestlemania Sa- Welcome, everybody, to WrestleMania 30! Who's The Undertaker? <laughs>